Welcome to Never End the Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood along with Tepper, a grown man who's never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan. Warm and witty. I'm Chris, and I'm copywriting lyrics so they can't be stolen. And I'm Tepper. This week we'll be watching Prehysteria, directed by Albert and Charles Band, released in 1993. This film was Austin O'Brien's first lead role. Uh, for reference, that was our child, Danny, in uh, Last Action Hero. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. At least he played Danny in The Last Action Hero. I'm pretty sure that was the main character, seeing as there weren't many named children in that movie. But I don't actually remember if, if that was Danny. So, Actually, was was that was that Schwarzenegger's dead son? Who knows? Oh, he no. played Danny. Um, Prehysteria came out the same year. Yeah. Wow, okay. <laughs> That's a big year. Huh. Big year for Austin O'Brien. Yeah, he might have been He might have been Schwarzenegger's kid who died, not the main character. Do we see who that knows? kid? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah starting to see him. that kid. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, someone else can figure that out for, for me. I did... I did Mild fact-checking, and then remembered that there is a second kid in that movie, so who knows. I feel like because he's, like, a New York plucky kid, he would have some kind of, like, vaguely ethnic name, like Tony or something, you know? <laughs> I mean, I would have assumed it would have been Danny Slater, so who knows? Oh, maybe, yeah, that's, Danny Slater sounds familiar. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, so it's, no, it's Andrew Slater would have been his son, probably. Maybe that's his uh, cousin. Who knows? It's fine. Huh. Uh, Chris and I brought this movie to us this week. Uh-huh. Why? I don't know. How much do you have to say about this? I have, a, I have a decent, I have like a medium amount to say about this. Yeah, not a crazy amount. Um, definitely rented from Cherry Hill. I know we rented this one and the third one. I don't recall <laughs> if I've seen the second one. <laughs> but, like, it's very possible. Like, the third, the third one has a very distinct setting and also... Yes a girl yeah so i could just be uh, mixing up the first and second one and thinking it all happens in one movie so this uh this came out when i was four years old uh this came out in the middle of uh, me being obsessed with dinosaurs and right after jurassic park um yeah the concept of having a tiny dinosaur very appealing um (laughs) uh, uh, i uh the previously mentioned my version of Cherry Hill Video had this. I rented it all the time, along with a um, VHS copy that, uh, of three episodes of Thundercats. That was probably <laughs> years, years and years of my life are uh, probably in those VHS tapes, uh, and I'll never get them back. But uh, this this movie, like I said, facilitated my dinosaur obsession, and it also, I think, kicked off my obsession with practical effects. Um, uh-huh. and like, this is getting ahead a little bit, but I, my strongest memory of this film is the after credits making of little like mini doc they had, um, where they showed you how they made the dinosaurs out of, uh, mm. out of, uh, modeling clay and uh, chicken wire. And you bet I had modeling clay and chicken wire. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's really cool. 
Yeah, I definitely had, like, not nearly as strong, but I definitely, big, big uh, obsession with dinosaurs, probably around the around the same age. Yes, so. boys turn four years old and they choose one of three things. <laughs> yeah, and then when you turn uh, 30, you choose between golf, podcasting, or streaming. <laughs> golf? <laughs> People golf? Some yeah, do. Wow. We're not in a post-golf society yet. No. Uh, first, we have to hit the point where uh, Big Bitcoin buys all of the golf fields to turn into <laughs> server farms. Big coin. <laughs> uh, you know anything about this, Tepper? Or ever heard of it? Never even heard of it until you guys were talking about it. Um, dinosaurs got me interested. Like, uh, that's usually a strong pitch is something contains dinosaurs. I don't think I was very obsessed with dinosaurs when I was younger. Like, I liked them, but I wasn't, like... You didn't, like, memorize any dinosaurs? Not really. Like, I watched a lot of Land Before Time, hey. if that counts. Oh, man. Now, a lot, a lot of the first movie or a lot of the movies? I think I had up to, like, the ninth or tenth movie. Damn. Wow. I think I've only yeah. seen... To, I've only seen to five or six, maybe. Yeah, I've seen more than one, but definitely not all the way up to nine. Holy moly. Yeah, like, like my my mom, like, I remember having, like, VHS tapes for, like, all of them and, yeah, watching them. Um, Good time, too. Like, I enjoyed them. So, Ivan, uh, what was your favorite? What was your favorite dinosaur? What was your go-to dinosaur? Uh, I was probably, like, I was probably a pretty standard poser kid when I was young. It was probably a T-Rex. T-Rex is a good choice, though. T-Rex is, like, hard to argue with. Oh, yeah. It's strong. Like, it's yeah. strong. Yeah, it's probably... Like I don't know if that's my I don't know if that'd be my answer anymore. Yeah. I don't know if I'd have really an answer anymore, but that's probably what it would have been. Nice. What about yourself? Uh Pachycephalosaurus, baby. <laughs> give me give me one of them big big horny heads. Whacking into stuff. <laughs> there was there was a Dinotopia about whitewater rafting with a Pachycephalosaurus that I that was very formative for me. <laughs> I remember, I remember very distinctly being like eight years old and weeping because I found out that Dinotopia wasn't a real place. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, another another dinosaur movie I watched. We watched it again like last year or whatever. Was uh, we're back. Mm. Hell yeah! I watched that. That was that was good time. That was pre pre podcast. That would have been prime podcast fodder. But we uh... yeah. Yeah, we were hanging out one day, and I came off in conversation, and we sat down and watched it. Man, the song is in my head now. Turn back the clock. <laughs> yeah. Roll back the rock. Yeah, because I remember, because I, I think, because we showed it to you, I think. That would have been a year or so before the podcast, I think. Mm-hmm. Or the somebody, anyways. Yeah, we were, like, s- streaming, and, uh, yeah, we watched a couple things. We watched that. We watched um, Mazes and Monsters. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting enough, I guess like one of my most of my um, like my favorite dinosaur like media is usually with the dinosaur like in like almost like horror movie in environments like Jurassic Park's atmosphere. I, I loved a lot when I was younger. Uh, another big influence on me was I watched my older brother play Dino Crisis oh. when I was pretty fucking young you, you you bamboozled me there i thought i was sure you were gonna say turok that was my guess uh, no. Too. yeah no, no no um 
uh yeah a dino crisis which yeah was was very impressionable and it left a long lasting impression on me <laughs> uh it, it a positive like I, I i love that game a lot uh there's a lot of really cool sequences where it's just like fucking raptors and t-rexes and other things trying to fucking kill you and you got guns of your own and you're fighting back and like that's pretty pretty sick to me at least my my childhood uh, dinosaur video game was some sort of dinosaur baseball. What? <laughs> hmm. I don't think I'll ever be able to find it because searching dino baseball game did not find um, give find it for me. Can, so can I count Yoshi's Island as my dinosaur game? Does that count? Does yeah, that yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. Is that cheating? Um, I. I I remember listening to a podcast about the history of like first nations people in video games. And uh, one of the hosts was a first nations person and he would not stop talking about how awesome Turok is. (laughs) I mean, like, yeah, Turok is awesome. You're right. So, so interestingly enough with Turok is uh, I never played any of the games, but there was, and I probably still have it sitting around somewhere. My older brother gave me like a whole bunch of, books that he had just sitting around so i got like all of the dritz series i got like yeah a bunch of like fantasy books lord of the rings trilogy that's some serious older brother book collection stuff yeah um but one of the books he gave me was a random turok novel that he had there's there's turok novels (laughs) yes yes and my only interaction with turok as a franchise ever was reading this novel wow and like, I, I, I don't know how good it is if I was to read it again today, but I remember as a kid being like, yo, this is, this is pretty cool, man. <laughs> like, Okay. So I've been, I, I need, I need the details on dinosaur baseball. Uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll get to the poster later. I found it. It was dynamite baseball. <laughs> hmm. So it was just like a sports game, but with dinosaurs. Oh Yes. I don't know why or where we got it. It was probably some garage sale. I also had a uh, like magic school bus uh, tours, like dinosaur times, uh, computer game. Hmm. But yeah, that that's a game I played <laughs> at least twice. What what what's everybody's favorite Jurassic Park movie? Oh, one seven. <laughs> Opposite, opposite ends of the spectrum. So today we're watching all seven Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, condensed into one very different movie. Uh, so showing uh, Tepper the poster, please describe it. Tell us what you think the movie's about. Oh, this does not look grim enough for me. But what you thought this was going to be? You thought a 1993 movie about tiny dinosaurs was going to be grim? I didn't realize it was tiny dinosaurs. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> um, cute, cute poster though. Uh, yeah. So, where do I start with this? So, poster at the top in um, like red font says prehysteria, exclamation mark. And right below that, they're the world's o- oldest party animals. And then there's this um, average-looking kid on the... Uh... Definitely the kid from Last Action Hero. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's like three three different tiny, very cute looking dinosaurs hanging out uh, with him. Uh, one is like nibbling on some of his hair. One is chilling on his shoulder. And uh, there's a T-Rex who's just kind of grinning and looking up at the kid. Kind of give him a He's got his purple nurple. Got too. his claws. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got the claw on his chest. Yeah, and then at the bottom just says on video cassette, available on Pioneer LaserDisc. Hell yeah. Straight to video. Um, so there's an alternate poster or cover. Uh, the tagline is the funniest film since time began, which is pretty ambitious. Yeah. yeah mm, like there's been a lot of funny films. I, I, I haven't seen this for 20 years probably, but I'm going to go ahead and say that's a lie. <laughs> I'm going to stake my reputation on that not being true. Somebody in marketing would lie to me. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think is going to happen? Small boy gets eaten by dinosaurs. <laughs> See, that's... I'd like to say that's what happens. Like, these tiny dinosaurs just terrorize and murder people. I mean, it's already happening. They're going for his hair. Yeah. Um, Kid somehow either brings his dinosaur figurines to life, or... I don't know. The dinosaur in the cupboard situation. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Is I'm like, this just seems like Indian in the cupboard, but dinosaurs. But less questions from the those brought to life about if you're a god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, uh, I guess the dinosaurs can't ask why they aren't around anymore because they can't Plaz-tech speak English. Tech people. <laughs> maybe, um, <laughs> maybe a tiny Richard Attenborough makes a tiny Jurassic Park. Oh. That's so good. That's so good. Kid, kid puts his Richard Attenborough uh, action figure in the cupboard. <laughs> Comes back the next day. And yes, nature has found a way. I will spare no expense. <laughs> puts Jeff Goldblum in. Jeff Goldblum accidentally shoots Richard Attenborough. He puts he puts that <laughs> reclining uh, Jeff Goldblum naked Funko Pop in there. Funko Pop, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man, that's something we didn't talk about. Is modern day Indian in the cupboard, but with Funko Pops. Oh, ew, oh cursed. God. So good. Burn the oh, cupboard. that's awful. <laughs> I, I imagine you awful. open it, and they're all just like, "Kill me." <laughs> End my suffering. My organs are all squarish. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm assuming like, yeah, kid kid hangs out with with dinosaurs and like maybe goes on an adventure or something. What's the conflict? What 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 are we, who's 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 threatening us? What do we you know? What's the problem? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Like big little dinosaur. I honestly don't remember. Yeah, uh, people trying to take his dinosaurs away from him. He's trying yeah. to keep them hidden. That would be my guess is basically... Um, like, that's usually the plot of this kind of stuff. Yeah, my guess would be like Air Bud or Slappy and the Stinkers, but with dinosaurs. Yes. Mm. All right. We'll see you after the film. I have a word with you. Yeah, your dad's half naked. Nice gams, Mr. T. I see where your daughter gets her legs. Daddy, <laughs> Daddy? You remember Brandon, Danny? I said beat it. 
And we're back. So, what did everyone think? Preemptively, that was good and Tepper is wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey. You didn't even let me say a single word. Yeah, but I I nailed it, right? I'm mixed on this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I mean, I didn't know what was going to happen. I'm... Still not sure if I have seen this one previously. <laughs> you just skipped straight to number two. I mean, I might have just skipped straight to number three. Oh wow! Um, I, I'll, I'll, I'll preface my uh, or like you know, I'll, I'll, I'll add to my statement that like, in in the context of this being a straight to DVD, nineteen ninety three family movie, I was worried that it, it was going to be a lot worse than it ended up being. And uh, yeah. it surprised me. It, su- it really surprised me in a lot of ways. Yeah, there was a lot going on that I was not expecting. A lot of horny. Yeah, so, like, this movie... The, like, general idea of this movie... Is, like, it's got some real Air Bud energy. Like, it's it's very much oh, like yeah. a family movie in of oh, this yeah. era. But... But... <laughs> it has a psychotic energy. It mostly That's... stemming from the dad. Like, okay, when he, I did not expect that whole sequence where he takes the gun, and then he's like, "Crawl to your car, bang!" Shoots oh, into yeah. the air, crawl, shoots again in the air. I was like, "What the hell?" No, he turns into Walter White. Like this is yes. <laughs> this yes. is Breaking Bad with tiny dinosaurs. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's 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 working out his two and a half years of sexual frustration. Yeah, no, it really is. The dinosaurs are not a part of this movie. They are barely in this movie at all because they cost I don't, money to do. Yeah. It's it, it's a man going mad. I don't think that dad knows <laughs> that there are dinosaurs in this movie. That's for sure. He's too busy shooting guns and fighting gangsters. He, he does that twice. He does a like, look over there, take your gun move two times in this movie. And it works both yeah. times. And then he gives up the gun. He, cause he, he like knocks out the guy, but doesn't take his gun the second time, which is very foolish. Yeah, that was silly. Also, they between they only had one gun between the three of them when they came. <laughs> also, just the fucking sexual tension in this movie. Oh man! Oh. Like movie. when, like when the when the two of them are sitting on the couch, like all the energy of that scene was, oh, they're gonna. Fuck! As soon oh, as yeah. the kids go to sleep, they're oh, yeah. boning down so fucking hard. They're so obviously waiting for the kids to go to sleep. Yes, I mean she she, she was ready to like be uh, take him on the counter at work. Yeah, in the first like <laughs> yeah. five minutes of, yeah. of of her character existing, she established that they had known each other for eight months, and that's Wh- all she needed. Why? Why does the daughter want to watch? So when you say the sexual tension, there's sexual tension between every character in this movie yes. and every other character. The, yeah. the the daughter was the weirdest one because it was like she's she, like it, it was uh, kind of uncomfortable. I feel yeah. like I feel a lot of that was the dad. He's just he was pro, he was projecting her desires for him on her or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. That certainly was a thing. And yeah, like the the son just kept mentioning things being in heat. He called yeah, yeah. his sister Madonna in heat. Uh, he kept saying horny, but he but that that kind of red is like a weird little boy thing. Also, his like semi psychosexual obsession with Elvis and being Elvis is like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
what? Yeah. What is? What does that have to do with anything? Also, like that random, like at the beginning, is just like, do you ever think about mom? <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> My dead wife? Yes, I do. <laughs> let me just let me just keep uh, brushing off this this uh, fossilized uh, feces. Just like brush away that question. But it's like two and a half years. Like, did he yeah. ever? Did he know his mom when he he was like six, maybe eight? I don't know how old he's supposed to be. Man, like the energy that scene, like it was similar, to like the orange and egg scene. Oh yeah, it was it's very like, get over your mom. That was, like that was a great opening. Yes, yes, it was a return to form. I thought he was. I thought he was more sane than Orange and Egg business. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he gave us with a whole that movie. opening scene. <laughs> <laughs> he's so like in terms of getting over mo- like the mom's death and everything like much more sympathetic absolutely more insane in every other way much more sympathetic for his son absolutely no connection to his daughter literally bullies her yes. and then blames her for situations yes <laughs> he's obsessed with money and he spends he spends None of his time grape farming, which is his profession, and all of his time yeah. digging up dinosaur bones that he can sell to the lady he wants to like hook up with at the dinosaur bone buying uh, also, shop. He he's like a total coward too, because there's always like, hey, we've got like this find of the century, like fucking mini dinosaurs. Well, they don't belong to us. We'll go go give them back. It's like to the person who rips me off all the time and treats me like dirt. Yeah. Well, and like his previous interaction with that person is just like, hi, there was a mix up. I have your cooler. He's like, oh, man, my cooler. It's just like, yes, now can I have mine? He's like, I don't have yours. It's like, you you do. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> maybe like try looking for it or say like we lost it or something, you know? Um, yes. <laughs> yes. Mr. Taylor is is oh man. We could spend a long time trying to crack that. Nut. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was like, just. Or so many scenes that he's in just have this strange awkward energy to them like after the dinosaurs are taken and they're eating breakfast yeah, yeah. and he just was like eat your breakfast and it's just like we literally had armed intruders come in yeah hold us at gunpoint and take our like pets including our dog yeah. and 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 your girlfriend yeah yes and your girlfriend you just want to sit around at the breakfast table and eat yeah his response is five less mouths to feed <laughs> now go go farm <laughs> some grapes <laughs> he he at first i thought he was like orange and egg business dad and then i thought he was like sweaty dmt business dad but really he just like like flies back and forth between both of those energies <laughs> at the drop of a hat. It depends if you saw DMT at the time or not. Yeah, it's such a coin flip. It's wild. And he just he refused to put on pants. Yeah, but also like, <laughs> like at, at points I'm like I'm like I find him very sympathetic. I want him to succeed. And then at other points I'm like, why are you like this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um why are you insane this is another one of the movies we've watched where like this movie could have taken place in an afternoon or five years (laughs) (laughs) no indication at all on how long she was building that like greenhouse for the dinosaurs how long in between them stealing the dinosaurs and them going to like punch the guy yeah all over the place yeah also she's just like they'll die if 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 they take get taken out of that enclosure it's like no they won't 
Yeah. They, they spent like four they spent four days in a basement. Yeah, like the only good thing I could think of is that she was basically bluffing and basically being like, no, yeah. like trying to buy time and also not get people shot. Also, she has a uh what did he say? He was gonna take away her her grant. Uh, her grant, but like how does what part of hit what, what is, how is he in the equation what of is... why yeah why is he in the equation of her having a grant and why does she have a grant and works here also what is his business as far as i can tell he's a yeah poacher dealer he's he a... deals he deals animals that have been poached my yeah I thought, I, my best guess he's just like he's just a he sells fossils or he's a pawn shop that really likes fossils <laughs> It was very unclear. It's yeah, it's bizarre. But he runs this town. <laughs> yes. Why is he so <laughs> powerful? He can threaten to get your your grant revoked or keep goons from ever working in this town again. <laughs> yeah, and like man, those goons were amazing. Those oh goons my were God. one of the best parts of the movie. Yeah, they were very, very good. Yeah, also, bo- boyfriend Danny. Oh yeah, fuck. so nineties. I, I I agree with uh, what Chris was saying during the movie. Where he was like, like I'm coming around on Danny. Like Danny's actually cool. Yeah, no, Danny. Danny's a good guy. Danny's like a, yeah. probably a good influence on Monica. Like, his from, yeah. I I was I was 100 percent on board with him in like his first real scene when when he's just like talking about the dinosaur and then he's just like sees the dad. He's like, oh man, night night nice legs. I see I see where your daughter gets them. <laughs> yeah. He's like earnest. Like at first I yeah. was like, "Oh, this guy's a dick," but then I was like realizing, like, no, he is so dumb that he's like actually er- completely earnest about everything yeah, he yeah. says. Well, my, my my favorite thing was um, when he's like, "You're not dating me just because I'm the only person who's got a license in tenth grade, right?" Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, the self awareness, Jesus!" I like I like how he he says the the dinosaur is a is a rc car and then he says it's a toy and then he says goodbye to it when he leaves <laughs> <laughs> he's very polite yeah that is character growth well i mean even like when, when she was like turn around i need to go back he's like or oh, you know your wish is my command like princess it like does it like he's like yeah. totally cool no she will yeah. never she is going to dump him for some for someone who seems cooler and she will regret it for the rest of her life and he's gonna like mm-hmm. marry the next girl he dates and they will like be be happy forever the happy yes yeah. yeah forever and ever yeah like <sighs> be danny yeah yeah be, yeah be the danny you want to see in the world yes have a license in 10th grade and be earnest so I assume this is going to be one of those movies where, like, what we saw as the ending is, like, the – is if you see the sequel, you're like, no, ignore the last, like, ten minutes of this movie. Assume that family got murdered and Vicky made away with the dinosaurs. Because <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it's an entirely different family from the poster I've seen. Oh, oh, wow. And do you, do you think it's, like, the, 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 the weird, like, sequel setup we get, at, we get at the end? I don't think that has anything to do with the sequel. No, I don't think that comes up at all. <laughs> The, that the, the that ethnic tribe is dead. That was so <laughs> funny. That was so funny at the start. Like the whole start of the movie is this setup of like, oh, these are our sacred eggs, and if you take them, the gods will punish us or whatever. And he just takes them. Yeah, yeah, knocks the guy out and takes them and leaves. It's, Where okay. were they? How did he like, learn of this? How did he the get head. the means to get here? Because <laughs> then he just returns to this tiny shop. <laughs> doesn't doesn't even take the cooler inside i love where like the natives all got wiped out and then like 
two minutes after that statement was said, fucking the guy shows no. up at the end. He shows up with a knife. <laughs> yeah. I'm just imagining like a theoretical sequel where, uh, yeah, that dude's the axe murderer who breaks into the house, just kills all of them, takes the eggs. Cause they were like, they, they were entrusted with these mutant eggs to keep them safe and cold. Yes. Otherwise, they were do- their village was doomed. Yep. And damn, did they fail. Yep. I mean, he tried barely. He got he took yeah. one slight bonk to a head from like a, a man who looks like he can't walk up a flight of stairs. Yeah. Why did he even help him at all fi- find this temple? Yeah, like why even tell him anything? Yeah, he's like, okay, I'll show you our temple, but you can't touch anything. He he doesn't really seem like someone who pays well. No, no. Yeah, Sarno is Sarno is. Um, I don't know if he was a good villain, but he was very despicable. I I I mean, I did oh, hate yeah. him. Yeah. Um, especially once it gets to the point where he's like locking Vicky in the room, and like that one got dark. Also, some of the lines in this movie, like, do you enjoy abusing women? Just a little. A little. <laughs> like, he's just... As he's crawling to his car on the orders of a, like, guy wielding a gun at him. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that, that where he shuts his door, like, yeah, locks her in the office. It's like, that was... Mm, well, especially because the, the scene ends there and you're like, oh my god, yeah. what is about to happen? Please cut back to this scene and don't make me, like, assume what happened here. Yes, please. And I'm glad it was a lot more innocent than it seemed. Although still creepy. And then she gets her keys taken again! Yeah! Like, later that day! <laughs> Look, it's how you talk to women. You assert dominance by taking their keys. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, women love being trapped. They love they love being like trapped in a situation and not able to leave. That's their favorite. And then well, like also house. like she she <sighs> assaulted her boss and the first person she comes to is is this man. So she's made no other connections working at that, at that he, business. He owns the town. She can't go to the cops. <laughs> I know, but she's like like this is the only person she's ever inter- this and Mr. Whitey. And Whitey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> It was like, see you, Whitey. <laughs> Just yeah. Fucking <laughs> uh, Whitey. You're just like, I know I'm fired. See you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. You were really right. I mean, that really was Chekhov's janitor. I did not expect him to come back and be like the hero of the film at all. <laughs> yeah. Or like, like how did how did she plan this with him? How are how are we going to resolve this? Well, off screen and without any mention, the janitor did ever fixed it. G- yes, yeah. actually incredible. I guess he also worked at the museum that's directly across the street from from this uh, shop. We straight up cannot afford more than five minutes of dinosaur in this movie. So how <laughs> how how do we do this off screen? The practical effects were very good for the dinosaurs. They were. Yeah, they were. yeah, they were all cute. Yes, they are very cute. And sometimes it looks like you can tell it's green screen, but anytime yeah. they're like holding them or or mm-hmm. or that's just like sitting on the ground, they look very good. They look and it's when it's bad, it's like charmingly bad. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say about this movie is that you can tell that it's direct to video. You can tell that it was done on a budget, but they're not like overly ambitious in a way that is like negative for the film. Mm-hmm. Like they 
there's a charm about it where even when the effects are bad, they're bad in a way that is not distractingly awful. Yeah. Oh my god. Just trying to fit um, the brontosaurus or whatever in the cage, just like <laughs> bending its neck through a 90 yeah. degree. <laughs> Mr. Cerno, I don't think this is going to work. <laughs> oh, man, those slimy Italian thugs were really fun. <laughs> Can we go? I got a headache. Bada boom, bada bing. Bada boom, bada bing. Holy moly. True Italian representation on film right here. Yes, it is. Yes, I felt seen. <laughs> Speaking of deformed, there was a kid in sixth grade. Hunchback <laughs> like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> you graduated sixth grade? That That is the three. Those three people in that van are the three Italian body types. Like, that was really, like, I was, I, I meant it when I was like, this is, this is my family reunion. Like, it's either, like, Weasley little guys with a neck chain or, like, a big muscle man or, like, kind of like a like a like a gross mustache big guy who's in charge <laughs> peak italian performance yeah you may not like it <laughs> um they're also they're a really good example of movie poor where like they're co- complaining about how they can't make ends meet and stuff but like their house is the most beautiful house I've ever seen with like exposed brick everywhere. And this like amazing basement and like also like just having the land of like a farm. Yeah. Clearly, clearly mom set him up well before she died. Do you you think grape (laughs) farming is lucrative? Grape farming seems like a made up thing. (laughs) Well, no, they were raisin farmers. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Yes, they were, that's what I meant. They were raisin. Like, grape farming seems real. That's what I meant. Grape farming seems real. Raisin farming uh, seems made. Yeah, doing specifically for raisins, yeah. Like, I think you're a grape farmer, and then you dry them. You know, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or sell them to various things, and they might dry them or might sell them as grapes. Yeah, like, I think if you... Yeah, I think you, you, you grow plums... And then you sell the plums and you don't care if they turn into prunes or not. Like, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, I did not know what his job was for most of yeah. the movie. Yeah, like, I, I raise chickens, but I don't say I'm a chicken nugget farmer, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a farmhouse the same as a ranch house. <laughs> it isn't. It isn't. A ranch house is usually only one level. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> there there's like this movie as a whole is like pretty mediocre oh yeah but there's just so many individual golden (laughs) moments where i'm just like holy shit like like that lie like it's it's farmhouse the same as a ranch house yeah and like not just things that are like weird or like why does everyone in this family seem to be sexually obsessed with everyone else in this family like there there are actual (laughs) funny things that happen and actual like nice moments yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> there are things they say a lot like they keep talking about elvis they keep talking about yeah. madonna um the king they name the dinosaurs and then never do anything with the dinosaurs hey the t-rex like bites the guy's angle they as soon as they name the dinosaurs the dad finds out and tells them to never interact with them <laughs> and then vicky shows up and says i'm gonna study them yeah she yeah, she did she gives a lot of 
like half-hearted science babble that doesn't mean anything reverse yeah. darwin uh hybridization or something like that yeah yeah uh, it's like i'll give you my grant money if you let me study these dinosaurs and give you blowjobs <laughs> the blowjobs mm. are free <laughs> oh not another <laughs> mouth to feed <laughs> Uh, I think we're done. Yeah, cut it. Yeah. Jesus, can't, it's only been 20 minutes. <laughs> can't top that. It's over. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm all gone. <laughs> um, be- be- because of the start of this, we were talking about Turok. I really wanted to shrink down Ethnic Knife Man at the end and turn him into a tiny Turok to... Hunt the tiny dinosaurs. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Crossover with this and Indian in the cupboard. Yes. What happens if you put the live dinosaurs in the cupboard? <laughs> Important question. Presumably, we, I mean, there was so much of the lore of that cupboard we didn't really get answers to. We had many questions. Like, can it? Can it turn flesh to plastic? Like, again, like, Little Bear was a real person, as far as he understands, and was a real person from history, maybe. Who knows? They could have kept those eggs very safe if they had had the cupboard, though, because then they could have just turned them to plastic and they wouldn't have had to worry about them hatching. Mm, Then you don't even have to, then then they don't have to pay their um, refrigeration bills on the ancient tomb anymore. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Also, so the kid, he's just like, he's just like, it's like, it's like, these, these are uh, Mr. Sarno's uh, dinosaurs. It's like, Ruby hatched them. He couldn't have done that. It's like, you don't know that. Yeah. (laughs) He had them for like half a day and only just got back from, I don't know, the ancient village downtown. It's unclear where they were, but presumably he didn't go very far. That dog, like everyone's super excited about the tiny dinosaurs. Um, that dog understands English, <laughs> and yeah. uh, and like does many tasks for them. Is probably the hardest worker on on their on their raisin farm. Yeah, yeah, and they barely acknowledge it <laughs> and give away their children. Yeah, and won't let it fuck, and threaten to either spay or or put down the dog unclear yeah. what frank's plan was probably a coin flip i didn't even think about that in terms of the like psychosexual nature of this movie but like even the dog gets in on that the dog's whole plot is about how it had puppies and they took away the puppies and it wants to go have puppies again with the springer spaniel down the street or whatever yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll settle for dinosaurs that it barely gets to interact with but is but it needs to be near them because they trust it even though that stops being true when Vicky separates the dog from the dinosaurs. Um, I appreciate because this doesn't happen in a lot of the kids movies we watch. I appreciated that like every single line, they said the name of the person they were talking to. So we, so like we know all of the names in this movie because they were nonstop saying their names. It took a while for them to say Vicky. So I'm like, I looked at the credits. I'm like Vicky and Monica, neither of them have a photo. <laughs> it's a coin flip right now. <laughs> There's also a lot of like people entering scenes and everyone going like your your name. Yeah. 
Norm. Whitey. <laughs> what? <laughs> so you much, Whitey? Mr. Whitey. It's a fine-looking family you got there. <laughs> sure would be a shame if I or some, some indigenous people had something to say about that. Oh my God, Whitey has totally been stealing stuff the entire time, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, almost certainly. No, he's he's a he's a good man who got pushed to the edge by Sarno. Clearly, I mean, I'm not saying he was wrong to steal stuff. Just saying, <laughs> definitely was like, definitely was snatching. I never took a tissue, and that's the truth. <laughs> I just took everything else. What an insane movie. Yes, yes. Insane energy is the right way to describe it. There are so few characters in this movie. There are fewer in this movie than they're in Tremors. By like wow. half. It's quite <laughs> yeah. economical with its characters, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, if if there wasn't the scene of the, like, 30 reporters, which presumably is 80% of the population of this town. Yeah. Well, there's also zero sets. There's the... Yeah archaeology um sorry there's the, like the the poacher depot or whatever sorry yeah. runs. <laughs> the, the, the themed pawn shop yes there's outside of the museum and then there's the raisin farm and there is briefly a jungle and a ruin but the jungle is sarno standing in front of and behind some houseplants <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes oh and the cave don't forget the cave well, the cave is like a like a Halloween haunted house. Yeah. And it's not very big. No, no, no. It's like he's yeah. there for what, two minutes? Yeah, I have to assume that this like this indigenous tribe literally just lives in town. <laughs> Especially like I don't know how the I don't know how the guide would have gotten here. Oh. Oh, so you're saying this 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 film takes place in South America? <laughs> No, I'm 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 saying this film doesn't know where anything oh, is. Okay, I mean, would you really be surprised if at the end they were like, "Ah, another wonderful day in Argentina"? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I suppose we didn't see any flags. He did say they lived in the middle of nowhere. Um, oh, yeah. The way I know I keep talking about this Elvis thing, the way the kid is obsessed with Elvis is very I can't tell if he wants to be Elvis or if he wants Elvis. Like it is not normal to put posters on your ceiling like like a boy you want to kiss. He wants Elvis to be his mom. Oh. Yeah, not not very clear. I do like that, like like his rapport with with uh, Elvis was good, and all and his sister's rapport with um, Madonna. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. the dinosaurs could talk. Yes, they could. They could say their names. Yeah. That seems like a big deal. Yeah. Yes. At the very least, they're capable of mimicry, if not, <laughs> if not actual speech. Because at first it was it was uh, first it was Madonna doing that, and it's just like, do they think it's a parrot because it can fly? And then it's like, oh no, they all can do that. Mutant eggs. If if you saw an animal you'd never seen before in your life in your house, would your first thought be to kill it? <laughs> uh, not not in the interactions that he had with them. If it rushed me, maybe. Yeah. 
It's coming right for me. But like those were very much just like they like slowly came out and looked at him. Yeah, oh, I I met when Monica is chasing uh, Madonna around with his with his guitar, trying to like actually murder oh. her. Oh, I mean, she thought it was a bat, and is clearly fine with killing bats. But fair. No, I probably wouldn't do that. Although I do, I am uneased by bats. I I can understand being scared, but I feel like my first impulse would be like, I need to take a picture of this thing. (laughs) Yeah. Or like, let it, you know, get it outside. Yeah. She assumed it was a bat and wanted to hit it. (laughs) And then she saw it and would continue to try to hit it. And then her brother just kept quoting Elvis. Or talking and then like Elvis. They they have an actual Elvis song at the start, but then they can't afford a second Elvis song, so they have like a weird uh yeah. like Schmelvis song about Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, I remember I read that as a piece of trivia that they it's like they wanted several more Elvis songs. How expensive can an Elvis song be? Uh more than a direct <laughs> to t- uh direct to VHS children's movie can afford. <laughs> basically movie ended kind of abruptly like i th- I thought there'd be another 10 minutes and i was just like nope credits roll i was like oh okay yeah it sure did well especially because i mean whitey did everything to yeah resolve yeah. the film yeah well because he's like and it would have ended 10 minutes quicker if the dad had done the normal movie thing of like we have to go after them instead of <laughs> it's just like nope we go to we go to bed. We have breakfast tomorrow morning. But yeah, he literally just like is like you've been made a fool by Mister Whitey, and now I punch you. Oh man, I think the dad in this movie plays uh, the father in Ghost Rider. Oh, oh, huh. Plays Barton Blaze, which I imagine is Johnny Blaze's father. Oh, sounds right. I'm just gonna say he can get it. Him and Vicky both, they're they're good looking. I don't know what it is. There's something about it might be the psycho energy that they're both like using out of every pore. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, he's definitely good looking. I think I feel like after eight months, you probably realize he's not in a good state. But uh, clearly she wasn't either, so I think that's what she wants. I think well, like, what's her other <laughs> option? Sarno? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to talk to another human? Nobody else lives in this town in the middle of who knows where. She, I mean, there's Mr. Whitey. She should go hang out with uh, Rusty and Spike. There's the ethnic <laughs> tribe. I'm kind of sad we didn't get to see Rusty and Spike. Yeah. I'm wondering what they'd they show deal up at least was. once. Yeah. Did they, like, because she, she snuck out, but did she just sneak out with Danny? No, she snuck she was out supposed with... To go... Oh, I don't know if we saw... I don't know. Did we see the Jeep pull up? I don't know. She got into a vehicle. I don't no. remember what it was. I don't remember if it was if it was Danny's Jeep or not. Oh, Although, he's the only one who knows how to drive. I'm pretty sure it was a Jeep. But the dad says, I don't like you hanging out with that older crowd. Hmm. Fair. And then... Because I guess she, she went back to Danny. Because she was with Danny. And then he's like, I'm going to go hang out with Rusty and Spike. And it's like, yeah. what happened to Danny? And then he and comes back. And then he goes back to Danny because we couldn't afford two actors. <laughs> or, or I mean, if they're if if God is good, they paid Danny what they would have paid two two people because <laughs> he deserves <laughs> it. Danny was great. 
This is a pro Danny podcast. <laughs> Frank Welker did the voice of the dinosaurs. That got old <laughs> fast. <laughs> yeah. Little clicky chicken noise thing that they were all doing that that uh that outlived its uh uh cuteness yeah pikachu yeah yeah very much that very much like if meowth didn't actually like if meowth just made kind of noises yeah yeah they never really do anything like just pokemon makes me think that they never do anything with the dinosaurs like rex bites sarno's ankle and and lets um frank grab the gun so his so he can truly become unhinged (laughs) (laughs) he can let out all that sexual energy also bites monica's ass it's incredibly yes and everyone's like thinks it's awesome yeah well that that way jerry gets to comment on his sister's ass yeah oh man this movie's so weird and stuff like that psycho energy I did like how the first half of the movie were um, the son and the dad being like, God, our s- Monica sucks, doesn't she? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was just like, it's just like, yeah, bros. Clearly, yeah. like this, this teenager who has not dealt well with her mom dying. Apparently she's been doing all of the chores for five years, even though mom's been dead for two and a half. So <laughs> might be a story there. Yeah, they just like they were <laughs> they were just bullying Monica. It's nice that we this is the first time we've had murder bullies be also a, a business dad. Yeah, <laughs> and ostensibly the main character. Although, although I would like to posit that Monica is the villain and Whitey is the main character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or at least Whitey's the hero. Monica was weirdly hung up on her dad getting a gf like yeah it was i mean like yeah she had she she never she got absolutely no emotional support clearly when her when mom passed away and has just kind of been bottling that up until suddenly a new woman showed up i guess i mean that's why she had to hang out with danny because danny's just like a fountain of love and affection yeah Yeah. so like it was it's pretty real which is a little weird for a movie and also not really explored so. What's I mean? It's one of the many ways that this movie really like <laughs> knocks you on your ass. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's just like because because and like also it's not what's wrong. It's just like it's like mom died and I never got to deal with that and I and I'm having trouble seeing you with a new woman. It's it's like what's wrong, honey? Are you jealous? Do you want to kiss? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to kiss daddy? <laughs> you know you could tell me anything, but daddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh man, this is weird. Like, <laughs> yeah, that lead-in was very was uh, an odd way to go about it. Oh <gasps> boy! Like, don't <laughs> probably don't ask your teenage daughter if she's jealous of your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what answer do you want? <laughs> what's the What's the correct answer to that question? <laughs> God, this movie. Yeah, it takes place in the psycho dimension. I have no idea what is happening. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm excited to watch the others because, like, I have no idea. I know I've definitely seen the third one because it has a very distinct setting. Um, and yeah, I don't know. 
I've ma- again, I maybe saw this one previously. Man, I that... obviously recognize the dinosaurs because they're the same dinosaurs. I'm going to be so disappointed if that second one doesn't start with like the guy <laughs> wiping the blood of the family yeah. off on his knife. <laughs> And then, yeah, just and then like leaves with a box of dinosaurs, and then they like bounces out of his truck and lands on a new, oh just, my God. just Jumanji's into someone else's life. <laughs> it's just leaving a series of bloodied homes behind him. I, I like how also the eggs in this movie are like incredibly fragile when they need to be, and also can like knock a man out with a with a like light bonk, like yeah, oh yeah, that's because they were cold. I, yes, they're cold in the dungeon in the in the like weird cave <laughs> ancient tunnel where you like turn a corner, walk three feet, and suddenly it's freezing cold. Yep. Yeah. Um. Also, there was a dead guy on the ceiling. Why was he on the ceiling? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My assumption was there was like a trap that came down and paled him, and then like lifted up. Nice of him to disarm that for them. That is a weird effect. I was expecting that guy to like pull a, like a like a Beetlejuice waiting room thing and be like, "Howdy." <laughs> also, the natives should probably clean up their murder caves. Well, also, like he, because he like called out and something called back to him when he was in that cave. What? Yeah. Oh. And then he's like, he's like, maybe there's there's something in my Mountain Dew or whatever he said. Gatorade. Drink Gatorade. That was it. That makes more sense. Yeah, so I don't know what called out to him. The god of the mountain. (laughs) That gifts you uh, mutated eggs and refrigerators. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was some real, uh, it was some real kind of like uh, gremlins setup. Except I would have, I would have expected more of a gremlin setup where they just like happened across these eggs at the random pawn shop because they looked like stones or something. But no, Mr. Sarno, he's got his, he's got, he's got sources. Well, I mean, it is, it is Airbud in that way, in that you have this like horrible person who has the magical animal and then like the horrible person loses the magical animal and spends the rest of the movie trying to win them back. Yeah. It's just like, if it had just been, they go to his shop and sell things and then it's just like. I'm sad that mom's dead. Can we have these rocks? It's like fine. Mm. They cost like ten bucks. Right, and, and then, then the they hatch, hatch into dinosaurs. And then, yeah. yeah. And then Sarna wants them back because they're magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That would have been a much more straightforward plot. <laughs> Which clearly would not have fit uh the sanity of anyone in this movie. It, no. I, I wonder I don't recognize the guy who played Sarno, but it seems like he is like a name or something at this time because the director, like whoever made this movie really thinks he's awesome and thinks the way he improvises is awesome and wants to see him on the screen all the time. And he's not like, he's okay. He's not the most interesting. (laughs) No, like I'd rather spend more time getting to the bottom of a lot of other stuff. (laughs) Mostly the family dynamic. The family dynamic. I'd love to spend some more time with uh, the Italian thugs. See what their deal is. I like how they're also his, like, uh, media agents. They also, you know, like, deal with all his publicity. I bet it feels really good to, like, um, order a bunch of reporters to, uh, like, a press conference and then just kind of, like, not tell them anything and make fun of them. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that was so good. But you promised me exclusivity. <laughs> also, yeah, like so. Was his money plan to just tour dinosaurs around to local museums? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, it's kind of underpants gnomes of a plan. Like, there's a, a lot of question marks in the middle of this plan. Yeah, yeah. Like he's got he's like solid solid uh, thesis that he can make a lot of money off of living tiny dinosaurs. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no attempt to show his work. But yeah, that just really shows the like the the budget of this movie, which is not something I obviously ever thought about as a kid. It's just like oh, they had three locations they could film in. Yes, and they had one song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like that, the mischief theme, like I like the second time it comes on, you're like, okay, that's, I've had enough of the. It's going to be in my head for the rest of my life. I'm pretty sure that theme carries through the other movies too. Oh my I'm pretty God. sure it's in the third one at the very least. Because <laughs> as soon as that started playing, I'm like, I definitely know this song. Oh yeah, so like this this came out like twenty something days after Jurassic Park, so Oh this is this is Let me make sure I have that right. Um so it's like very much kind of like an asylum film, but for kids, which is yeah. wild. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, well and if you look at the um the rest of the movies by Moonbeam Entertainment, it does read that like, you know, they're all just like sort of generic names that sound like a thing a kid would want to see, like Dragon World or whatever the other one is. Yeah. Well, it's like very much a niche that like they go like we feel we can target this this niche very effectively. And they did. like family movies. Yeah, and you know what? Like, hey man, it worked. Yeah, I'd be interested to like check out the other movies that were made by these people. Because I don't imagine they stuck around long, but... Well, well, the the really big one is Puppet Master. Do you guys know Puppet Master at all? I feel like I've heard the title before, but I don't it's, know. It's a horror movie it. about uh, ancient Egyptian puppets that, like, kill, kill people. Yeah, that's where, I've, that's where I've heard of Puppet Master. Is that a horror <laughs> series? I have not. Did, weren't there, like, a bunch of Puppet Master movies, too? Oh, yeah. Like, I've, I feel like there's been at least, like, seven full moon productions full moon studios then they became shadow films and then the second full moon pictures era apparently they are still making movies wow good for oh them. my goodness the ginger dead man <laughs> whoa 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 followed okay. by the sequel to ginger dead man ginger Med- ginger dead man 2 the passion of the crust <laughs> wow they really are asylum we're gonna have to check out some. Oh, of these. Yeah, we're gonna have to watch some of these. Just amazing. Okay, so there's Puppet Master Five, the final chapter. Then Curse of the Puppet Master, Retro Puppet Master, uh, Puppet Master: The Legacy, <laughs> a made-for-TV crossover film, Puppet Master versus Demonic Toys. Oh my god! Which is another one of their products. Which is a, wait, Demonic Toys is a knockoff of Puppet Master. Which is already a knockoff of Child's Play. Hmm. This is a gold mine, my friends. Ginger yeah. Dead Man versus Evil Bong is a 2013 American crossover <laughs> slasher comedy film. 
about a battle between the namesake characters from two film series, Ginger Dead Man and Evil Bong. So, like, we started watching the VHS featurette accidentally because that's what uh, we found instead of the actual film when we started this. Um, it opened with one of the directors of this movie saying that they founded this this studio because they wanted to make wholesome movies for children. Well, no, so that's the Prehistoria was made on a on a like sub studio that they made to make kids movies. That was that was my reading of the wiki. This was okay. This was Moonbeam Entertainment's first film, right? Which is a s- subcategory of Full Moon Pictures. Um, I see. So Full Moon okay. is the is the is the is the super studio that made all the horror movies. Yeah. And then they went, "Hey, uh, we can use all these special effects people that we have to make kids movies, and those make tons of money." <laughs> they founded two more labels: Torchlight Entertainment, specializing in softcore pornography, sci- sci-fi comedies, and Moonbeam <laughs> Entertainment, specializing in family-oriented sci-fi fantasy sh- films. These people are. <laughs> amazing <laughs> what heroes <laughs> yeah they really are like wait a minute other markets exist and they have money just like i can't believe they fucking started just softcore porn and family oriented in the same year those are both founded in 93 that's amazing beach babes from beyond holy moly so i'm looking into because he did look familiar um steven lee the guy that played Rico Snart, Rico Sarno. Um, so his first film, he was a sergeant in War Games. So he is a yeah. uh, he is a Never End the Story alum. Um, his last and most recent film, his final film role, was the 2010 American classic Burlesque. Have either of you guys seen that? I know nothing about it. It is no. one. It is. Um, I'm not crazy about the whole like it's so bad it's good thing. That movie is so bad that it's amazing. It's it's absolutely unhinged really? and insane and makes no sense. And uh, Cher is in it, and uh, she can't. She does not. It's hard to tell what's going on with with the Cher. <laughs> um, Stephen Lee, however, is 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 deceased. So rest in peace, Stephen Lee. Um, uh, abusing women and. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit. Just a, a little, little bit. bit. A little bit. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. He took the keys to heaven, so that's how we got in. Tricera Tepper's Tops. Now get on the ground. Crawl to Tepper's Tops. Shoots gun into the air. Uh, do you like to harass business dads? <laughs> Just a little. Just a little. Just a little bit of orange and egg. All right, this movie. Uh, put it <laughs> in the number two spot. Wow. Oh, yeah. Number two, knocking out the Indian in the cupboard. Right below Mortal Kombat. Yeah, like this movie just has just so much crackhead energy that it's it's incredible honestly yeah yeah and oh, i'm i it just such a like it's so easy to breathe looking at season two tepper stops right now just oh, like this so, is only so short yeah yeah it's not yeah terrifying like the other gigantic list yeah. of movies that we never want to see again is it's it's so much easier to play stuff now 
Uh, and then for the villain, he was like fine. I wish his I wish his goons were in the whole movie. Yeah, well, like if he if he if he brought his goons to South America with him, that would have been fun. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, that would have been so good. Yeah, not number two spot for the villain. Right. He was good. Well, no, he wasn't good. He was fine. Really made a commitment to just ranking everything the same for... He was a bad person, and that's what matters. Yeah. Well, it's like, he's better than the villain of Indian in the cover. Yeah. But, like, it's hard to top Shang Tsung. Like, he... <laughs> Dude had drip. Was just really good across the board. Uh... <laughs> And yeah, again, we have a very, very literal uh, business dad. <laughs> we got we got our penny pinching business dad. Yeah, put put him in the number one spot. He was more business than the home reno guy was. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, by far. I think he's like approaching um, orange and egg dad levels of like legendary. Where I don't know how <laughs> you got to be pretty wild to beat that performance. Yeah. Well, he was just psychotic at parts. Like, he was just like, what is going he's, on? Why are he's, you like this? Walter White, like, he's actually <laughs> in yeah. his boxers holding a gun at, yes. at a point in this movie. Yeah. This is a children's movie about tiny dinosaurs. <laughs> oh. Uh, and then people we want to list. Whitey. Uh, the te- Danny. Oh. I, I was going to say the Italian goons, but all three of those are really good. <laughs> we all I mean, have different answers. I mean, we I mean we have the power. Yeah, I was going to say list them all, honestly. Like, the supporting cast for this movie was pretty good. Who was Danny? The boyfriend. Oh, I'm sorry. Brain dead Danny. My bad. My bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Do we order this list? <laughs> nah... I, I don't think so. I, I think this is just us listing yeah. people. There's no real order. Like, these are just like, like, I view it as uh, uh, people we really like, but don't fit on anything else. Yeah. Then who are we going to put in the glory? The kids? Yeah, I think I think uh, brother and sister makes sense. Yeah. They, they can bring some baby dinosaurs with them that'll probably not be useful. The sister can call in Danny. Mm, that'll be very useful. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the wiki again, and under reception, it says only TV Guide called it, quote, the worst kind of kids film, end quote. <laughs> that is the full extent of the reception. <laughs> They're so wrong. I, yeah, I can't really disagree with that. Like, I can't disagree with that sentence because it is a... Yeah, it's a very strange kids film. Uh, see, see, like what I would say the the thing with like kids films is like you either got to be the best or you got to be the worst. And this is the worst. And, and like if you're in between, you're just so utterly forgettable and nothing that you might as well just not exist. Yeah. Whereas, whereas this movie just leans into just psychosis. Like I'm psychosis. assuming that you would watch this again or like show this to people. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or like, or like if somebody was like, let's, let's throw on prehysteria in the background, I'd go like, yeah, man, like, let's, let's fucking do it. <laughs> or like, or like, you know what? Like, Hey, want to like get wasted and watch prehysteria? I'd go like, 
Yeah, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> can we can we make a cut of prehysteria where we cut out the dinosaurs? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Just more of the dad, more of the dad and more of the goons. 65 minute cut of prehysteria. <laughs> it's just a, a sexual thriller. Man, look at there's 12 reviews on IMDb and they are like they're like 8 or 1. <laughs> that's but yeah that's the exact kind of movie this is that's, I'm, I'm going to change my like online dating profile to like rate prehysteria eight or one <laughs> one there's one person who gave it a 10 oh wow and then there's just this review at two stars it's with the title served its purpose <laughs> <laughs> um uh, ivan please tell me there's plot uh plot keywords for this film oh plot keywords Psychotronic film, stop motion animation. Okay. Egg, fossil, <laughs> baby dinosaur, single parent, prehistoric animal, prehistoric times, uh, expedition, jungle, temple, father, sister, brother, gun, dog, prehistoric God. egg, prehistory, uh, s- surrealism. <laughs> That's the most magic one. family That's... relationships. Oh yes, yeah. Surprise ending. <laughs> yeah, I guess that was kind of a surprise. Father, sister, brother, gun, dog. Yep. <laughs> Tag yourself in the family. Gun. <laughs> the family dog. The family gun. So how'd you get possession of this gun? Oh, you know, I beat up an Italian gangster and took his gun. <laughs> I didn't even beat him up. I, like, tickled his nose and took it from him. And also when the kids come running and go, like, we heard shots. And he goes, like, oh, I just scared off, like, a chicken thief. It's just like, what? Why yeah, weird, weird time to lie. Yeah, <laughs> like, why? I just love just, like, psychotronic film and surrealism. What's a psychotronic film? I'm tr- I'm trying to figure that out. Of or relating to a genre of usually low-budget movies that include horror, fantasy, science fiction, and underground. That is broad. That is broad. That is broad. But I but by that definition, I would assume that like asylum films are psychotronic films. Like this seems like a weird way to say like B movie. Yeah. The most popular currently uh, psychotronic film on IMDb is the new Mortal Kombat movie. Hmm. Okay. I don't okay. <laughs> I don't know if I call that low budget. Nope. <laughs> That's why when you said that, I'm like, this thing showed a very different understanding of what that's supposed to mean. Yeah. I have no... Please, listeners, go try to figure out what psychotronic means because I it's impossible. Yeah. Like, as far as I can tell, it, it, par- yeah, as far as I can tell, um, Psychotronic is like an old-timey version of the way that, like, um, Deepak Chopra says quantum all the time, and it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. Okay. So the definition, according to IMDb, is a genre comprised of science fiction, fantasy, and horror uh, it's not merely genre fair, though. They are also films that think outside the box, ones that try to break the mold, films that are daring enough to be different. 
These are okay. at the core of the psychotronic genre. So I am looking at psychotronics, the word that that was named after probably, and the definition I have here on Wiktionary is a military technology dealing with electronic weapons or devices used to either degrade or enhance human health by deli- by directed energy. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. I saw I saw this definition, or at least what I thought was a definition, of fictionalized documentary showing the evolution of witchcraft from its pagan roots uh, to its confusion with hysteria in Eastern Europe. But that is that is the plot of a movie under this category, <laughs> which makes way more sense than being the definition of this category. Uh, well, it certainly was sci-fi or fantasy and it definitely broke the mold in some ways (laughs) can confirm mold broken mind broken world shattered (laughs) i just read the plot of the sequel or like the uh tagline of just like a rich boy desperate for attention makes friends with the dinosaurs of prehysteria I want that, like, that to me reads like the sequel to uh, Human Centipede, where he watched the movie Prehysteria and then found the actual dinosaurs. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I guess guess some kid buys them from this family, thus solving their money problems. I I, I actually remember how that happens now that you've said that, and I, I will save it for when we do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We certainly had things to say. Yeah, holy shit, what a movie. I just... I think you could, like, randomize the order of any scene that the father is in in this movie, and it would make as much sense. Yes. (laughs) I really want to recut this as, like, a man slowly descending into madness and, like, complete, like, like sexual dementia yeah 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 <laughs> his wife's death and his newfound horniness for the dinosaur lady for everything he's just like yeah <laughs> yeah give me the david lynch cut of prehysteria <laughs> and then the schneider cut rob schneider <laughs> <laughs> Rob Schneider cut. The Rob Sch- give me the Rod Schneider cut. <laughs> or like the Quentin Tarantino version of Prehysteria. Alright. Uh time to rate this masterpiece. Remember, two or ten. <laughs> yeah, two two or ten, <laughs> maybe eight. Um I'm gonna rate this movie that's too many mouths to feed. <laughs> Five. Five too many mouths to feed. I'm gonna rate this movie two shots in the air uh, for one Italian man crawling on the ground. Crawl. Crawl to your car. (laughs) So psychotic. Uh, I give this movie five baby dinosaurs uh, out of one dog in a cage. Thanks, Mr. Whitey. (laughs) As always, I've been your host, Ivan. I'm Chris. And I'm Tepper. And a special thanks to 8-Bit Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description.
Downloadable Zebras is a dedicated group of friends that make independent content. If you want to support us and ensure that we stay ad-free, go to patreon.com slash downloadablezebras. For $3 a month, you'll get bonus shows and access to the special patrons-only section of our Discord. Thanks for listening.